At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Philadelphia City Cast with Ryan Rothstein, presented by Bet Rivers. Oh, Bryce is back, baby. Bryce Harper's back. Bryce Harper's back. Let's go. August 26th is the date. Hopefully we remember for all the right reasons as Bryce Harper after dominating down in AAA Lehigh Valley with the Iron Pigs, it's time to get brought back to the big club. And welcome back, Philadelphia CityCast, presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein, at Wise Rye on the old tweets, W-I-S-E-R-Y-E. It's an exciting time. We talked about the Phillies in the futures market a little bit uh, on yesterday's episode with the anticipation and hope of Bryce Harper's soon-to-be arrival. Uh, and then just shortly after we put that episode out there, it became official uh, that Bryce Harper would return on Friday for game one of this series in Philadelphia against the Pittsburgh Pirates. And things are are feeling good, looking good right now for the Philadelphia Phillies who are coming off of a great series, a four-game sweep of the Cincinnati Reds. Now they have three more games against a favorable opponent. It's still not a given, but, man, you're getting Harper back. You're playing some good baseball. You take care of business four straight times against the Cincinnati Reds. You're at home for a weekend series, a lot of anticipation. Uh, They have an opportunity to really pile up some wins, some consecutive wins, as you look at the wild card standings right now, Phillies are insecure. Uh, they're not insecure. <laughs> they have secured 
for the moment, right? Doesn't mean it's uh, locked up here, but 15 games over 500. They have uh, currently secured the second wild card spot, two and a half games over the Padres, who are in the third wild card spot with the record of 68 and 58. The Atlanta Braves. Uh, are currently seven and a half games up of the Phils with the record of 78 and 48. Uh, so a lot of reasons to be hopeful, but then you also have some of the, the bad news. And uh, unfortunately, on a day of a ton of excitement with Bryce Harper's return, uh, we also have the negative stuff, which is Zach Wheeler. Now, I, I don't know how negative this is going to be in the long run, but it's certainly... Uh, not a positive, right? It's not the best thing in the world. Zach Wheeler uh, has been put on the IL. Hopefully, the trip to the injured list for Zach Wheeler is is a quick one, right? Let's just hope it's you know nothing major, not a big deal. He goes to the 15-day injured list with some uh, right forearm tendonitis. Um, you know, take a couple weeks off, get it back to where it needs to be, uh, and then you know pick up where he left off. Wheeler uh, leading the majors in innings last year, finished second in the league Cy Young race. It's a big loss. Currently has an uh, ERA of 3.07 in his 23 starts this season. In an 18-start span from April 28th to August 9th, Wheeler had a 1.97 ERA uh, opponent's batting average of 206. Over his last two starts, they were both losses to the New York Mets. He gave up 10 earned runs, 14 hits, and five walks in 11 and a thirds. Uh, after both the starts, pitcher talked about how good he felt, but clearly, I, I don't know. I, I would imagine that this had something to do with that production. Uh, either way, hopefully the trip to the IL here gets him um, you know, just back to where he needs to be, and it's not something that will continue to pop up and rear its ugly head and, and be a thing for both the Phillies and, of course, more importantly, Zach Wheeler individually. Uh, he'll be able to come back here in you know, mid-September and help push this Phillies team into the postseason for the first time in a decade. All right, so we're recording this uh, in the afternoon here on Friday, so um, we're not going to dissect too much of this Friday night matchup. We'll just talk more bigger picture for the weekend for this series against the Pirates. I still want to throw out the betting odds for the game tonight on Friday. Phillies, of course, are the betting favorite at home, minus 275. The Pirates, plus 235. You look at the run line, the Pirates getting the one and a half, priced at plus 112. Phillies laying it, priced at minus 134. The total runs set at nine, over minus 107, under minus 112. We also have more Eagles to get to. Uh, Eagles, Dolphins this Saturday, tomorrow uh, at 7 p.m. down in Miami. Eagles are a point and a half road dog. You look at the total for that one set at 37 and a half. So we have plenty of Phillies to dissect and Eagles, of course, as always. And as promised, I want to get more into some college football. We'll look at the Big Ten in particular and Penn State. Uh, we'll go over the betting odds. We'll talk about their win total and what we can expect. And if there's anything that uh, catches my eye to maybe bet uh, before they kick off their season coming up against Purdue. All right, let's talk some college football, shall we? As promised, you know, if uh, anyone who listened or maybe didn't listen to the most recent previous episode we put out there on Thursday, the uh, 25th, 
<clears throat> I started the episode off saying, yeah, we're going to get some Penn State football and college football uh, betting conversation here coming up later. And uh, we just didn't run out of time, but we we got to a lot in that episode, um, uh, over 50 minutes of content. So uh, I decided to carry it over into this episode. And we haven't been talking a ton of college football for, you know, I, I think, some relatively obvious reasons. But here we are now, August 26th, just a couple of days away uh, from the start of college football season. Obviously, we're all excited for the NFL uh, and Philadelphia Eagles to get started and get underway. But uh, college football is that much closer than the NFL. Gotta love it. Can't wait. Games this weekend. A few games. And then the, you know, air quotes, the big boys will get underway uh, the following week. Can we call Penn State an air quote big boy? <laughs> right um you know and, and that's where we're going to focus in a little bit on on this conversation is you know the penn state nittany lions here i would say a lot of us in pa are either penn state alumni uh someone in your family's a penn state alum friends etc <clears throat> and i know that's certainly to be true in the philadelphia area uh my family for example i didn't go to penn state i went to west virginia let's go dub v um cheers beers and mountaineers i know a lot of my cousins nephews uh went to penn state so uh, I, I know that's the same for a lot of you out there some of you hate penn state but love them or hate them we're gonna get to them here on this episode uh to really focus in on the Lion football with the college football talk and <laughs> james franklin i think is a joke I mean, let's just let's just keep it real. I, I just think this guy is overrated. I guess. I mean, yeah, he is. I just don't think he's even deserving of this job at this point. Uh, he's just the safe hire. I get the hire at the time. That was nine years ago. Nine years ago. So James Franklin at the helm. Let's preview uh, just some of the key key points. Right, the the cliff notes, if you will, for the Penn State and Nittany Lions. Let's look at last season, 2021, and Penn State was off to a, a great start. Won their first five games, 5-0, five and uh, and they beat some, you know, a couple of really good teams. It wasn't five-week opponents. They beat ranked teams in Wisconsin and Auburn out of their first five wins to get to that 5-0 and start. They got as high as four in the AP poll. Then what happens? Quarterback Sean Clifford injured against Iowa, who was – number three in the country at the time. And just like that, a promising, exciting start to the season ends horrible. Seven and six is the record Penn State finished with last year. And they finished it off. They topped it off at the Outback Bowl with a loss to Arkansas. That is not the expectation for Penn State football. That is a disappointment. Obviously, the injury at quarterback is going to be a huge factor in that. But now, uh, as long as key positions and players stay healthy, no excuse for this upcoming season. Ben, Penn State, you look at uh, the past two years, 500, 11 and 11. Penn State should be considered an elite program, and, and they are far from that, in my opinion. Right? Like Penn State should be, in my opinion, one of, if not the five teams that are being talked about, eight to ten 
I, I think it's more than reasonable to say that the expectation for Penn State football year in and year out is competing, if not winning, the Big Ten championship and being in the conversation for the college football playoff. Right? Like if, if they're not in the college football playoff, they should be in one of the, the best bowl games, the biggest bowl games uh, in, in the country outside of the college football playoff. I, I, I don't think that's even a little bit far-fetched. It is now, right? Like based off what they've done and what they've played themselves into, the tier that they've played themselves into. But that's sort of the problem. Right, so let's look at this team for the upcoming 2022 season. We'll start with them offensively, and going back to the quarterback, he's one of the more experienced quarterbacks in the Big Ten, one of the more experienced quarterbacks in the country. He's a super senior. That is Sean Clifford. He's been okay. He has 33 career starts. He's one of three players in Penn State school history with more than 8,000 yards of total offense. Uh, wide receiver Dotson, he moved on to the NFL. But there's some other, you know, potentially elite targets for Clifford in Parker Washington. He had uh, 60 plus catches last year, four touchdown catches. You look at Lambert Smith, uh, tight end Brenton Strange, and then you look at Mitchell Tinsley, who had 87 catches, over 1,400 yards, 14 touchdowns uh, in Western Kentucky's air raid offense. He's transferring over to Penn State. The problem with this offense is the running attack. Well, it's not much of an attack at all. It's not much of any type of running uh, involved in it. That needs to be better, uh, despite a trio of four-star players. Penn State didn't have a single game of 100 yards or more on the ground. 118th in the country last year. That's, that's abysmal. It's abysmal. And, and quite honestly... If I'm Penn State, I think that's an area you should key in on. I know it's about the quarterback and the wide receivers and having that dynamic offense. In the Big Ten, go and get the big boys up front. Go and get the best running backs you can get, multiple of them, and crush people on the ground. But I, I highly doubt they're going to be able to do that um, offensively. You look at the defense, they have a new leader, defensive coordinator Manny Diaz, former Head coach at the U. He takes over for Brent Pry, who is now the head coach at VTech. Not the best defense he's taking over here. Uh, they look like they're going to have some holes up front. Their front seven, three starters have to be replaced. They're also getting back a couple of key guys who suffered injuries on the defensive side of the ball as well. We started this off talking Sean Clifford. Um, D-tackle, P.J. Uh, Mustafer and D-end. Isaac, uh, both will be back, hopefully, and involved in key roles this year. They're going to need someone to step up uh, on the other side of the D-end, at the D-end spot, excuse me. Uh, the secondary helped Penn State rank sixth in the country last year uh, in points allowed, seventh in defensive efficiency. So Manny Diaz now takes over relatively nice name. We'll see what Manny's able to do. Have some nice players returning. A couple of guys that weren't available last year due to injury. Uh, so there's potential there. Right? I, I know you have Ohio State to deal with. You have Michigan to deal with. Even Michigan State, you know, and Wisconsin on the other side of the Big Ten Conference. So it's not going to be easy by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, what can Sean Clifford do for you? 
coming back for an extra year. That's a huge deal. He's going to put up some big numbers. They have to figure out a way to establish and actually create a running game that's existent from non-existent to existent. Penn State opens with a conference game on the road. Then they visit Auburn two weeks later. They're going to be favored in three of their four Big Ten road games and gets Michigan State and Ohio State at home. Lions, you know, they've slipped up in the last couple of years, but if they're able to stay healthy, they're certainly going to be able to get more than seven wins this year. All right, seven and six last year. You look at their win total right now at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, eight and a half. All right, so they got seven wins. I mentioned those key injuries. If healthy, and obviously that's what you can say for any team in any sport when we're talking about season win totals and if we should bet it or not. But uh, you say that here because their quarterback went down last year. If the quarterback's able to stay healthy and everyone else in key spots, uh, I do believe this Penn State team is worthy of nine wins, possibly 10. All right, so the over eight and a half is priced. You get it at a decent number, plus 105 right now, Bet Rivers, the under priced at minus 134. Uh, so not too shabby. You look at the Big Ten East, winner odds. Ohio State, of course, is the favorite, heavy favorite, minus 500. Michigan, 6-1. to one. Penn State is also 16, uh, 6-1, to one, excuse me. And then Michigan State drops off at 16-1. to one. You look at the Big Ten championship winner overall, it's once again Ohio State, this time minus 230. Michigan, once again, is next. Uh, at plus 825 at Bet Rivers. Then you have Penn State at 13 to 1. So, uh, third on the odds board at Bet Rivers at 13 to 1. You also have Wisconsin with that same price at 13 to 1. For what it's worth, I'll throw out the championship odds 60 to 1 at Bet Rivers Sportsbook in PA. I do like uh, the over 8.5. That's, that's the only thing I like. Right, I, I I don't see much value in taking Penn State at, at six to one to win the uh, Big Ten East. I don't see any value in taking them at thirteen to one to win the Big Ten. They would really have to surprise us, and I think you would just have to go off the assumption of some injuries occur at Ohio State, something weird happens with either OSU or Michigan. Penn State really surprises us, and they're able to uh, steal the Big Ten and or the Big Ten East. I'm not going to be betting on that. Uh, to say the least. No, thank you, my friends. You look at some team trends for what it's worth. Penn State, they're 13-4 and four against the spread. Last five seasons in the month of September. All right, they're also 8-0 uh, towards the under in their last eight games versus Rutgers. All right, how about that kind of weird trend there uh, if you're looking to bet on Penn State, when they go up against Rutgers, 8-0 towards the under. Eight straight unders have hit in that head-to-head -head matchup. Uh, they beat Rutgers last year 28-0. There you have it. It checks out, does it not? All right, so I do want to uh, preview. I mentioned I'm not going to go through the entire Big Ten, okay? But let's talk some Ohio State. Let's talk some Michigan. Uh, and then we'll end this talk with uh, you know some of my key thoughts on the college football season as a whole, uh, any futures market best plays I like, whether it's Penn State involved or not, all right? Sticking on the college football betting conversation here on the Philadelphia CityCast, presented by Bet River Sportsbook. All right, so stepping away from 
Penn State football for a second and keeping the conversation in college football and keeping the conversation in the Big Ten, Ohio State Buckeyes. Led by head coach Ryan Day, now in his fourth year. And I said, man, it's unbelievable that James Franklin is entering his ninth. Uh, head coach Ryan Day, crazy. Uh, he's entering his fourth year already. Uh, leading the charge for the Ohio State Buckeyes football program. Uh, and the main reason why I would not look to bet Penn State to win the Big Ten or the Big Ten East, Ohio State. 11-2. <laughs> and a top five final ranking, a Rose Bowl win. And it really wasn't enough for the Ohio State Buckeyes. That's where Penn State should strive to be. But I digress. All right, I'm going to stop bitching and moaning about where why Penn State stinks. But uh, Ohio State coming off an 11-2 year, coming off a Rose Bowl victory. Uh, they lost to that one school up north, as some Ohio State fans would call it, for the first time in nine years, uh, which caused them to miss the college football playoff. The offense has been an absolute beast, and that's going to continue to be the case for this program entering this season. Uh, the defense is where they need to be a little bit better if we're talking about Ohio State getting into the college football playoff and actually doing something uh, if and when they get there. C.J. Stroud is the latest Ohio State single caller uh, to really just dominate and look impressive in uh, Ohio State's offense and Ryan Day's offense following Justin Fields and the late Dwayne Haskins Jr. Uh, in 2021, look at what this offense did, Stroud in particular. His accuracy was unbelievable. His big plays were unbelievable. 44 touchdowns, over 4,400 yards. He only threw six interceptions. That's a huge part of that conversation and equation. He is now a preseason Heisman favorite. Uh, rightfully so. We talked about who Penn State lost and what they dealt with injury-wise, who's going to be coming back healthy. We'll do the same for Ohio State. Uh, they lost two key playmakers to the uh, first round of the NFL draft. Might not even matter. All right. Uh, Jackson Smith returns after setting school records and catches, receiving yards, uh, nine touchdown catches, capped the season with 15 catches for 347 yards and three touchdowns. That's right. I said that correctly. In that 48-45 Rose Bowl victory over Utah. Give me two. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. is also a five-star rec uh, recruit. So the Buckeyes, they're going to be okay, right? No, no thoughts and prayers for uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes uh, program, particularly on the offensive side of the ball. They're going to be doing just fine. You look at them defensively, Ohio State ranked in the top five of the Big Ten, uh, particularly in sacks and interceptions. They were ninth in points allowed, uh, giving up almost 23 a game. They have some key guys returning. They did allow more than 30 points in five games last year. All right, they're loaded with talent up front with the big boys. Uh, they do have some question marks in their secondary, but they have a couple of guys coming back from injury. Safety Ronnie Hickman uh, was not injured. He was the leading tackler last year. Josh Proctor is the one I was referring to. He's coming back from a leg fra uh, fracture that ended his year in 2021. So uh, we shall see. Ohio State's win total is 10 and a half. As it should be, uh, coming off a year uh, where they go eleven and two, and they get that uh, big 
victory in the Rose Bowl, Rose Bowl, excuse me, it checks out. Um, it's actually moved to 11 and a half, excuse me. So at Bet Rivers, it's at 11 and a half, the over priced at plus 145, the under priced at minus 186. It's a good price, man. It's a good number at 11 and a half, and it's a really good price. It's tough. It, it, it's tough to call it, uh, you know, can Ohio State get into the college football playoff? If they do, I would imagine it's going to require 12 wins, right? For that should be this team's goal uh, is uh, like a 12 and one type of campaign, right? You look at what could hold them back. They have an eight game home schedule that begins with Notre Dame coming into town. It ends with Michigan in the season finale at Ohio State. That's obviously going to be a big deal. The Buckeyes, they stumbled early last year at home against Oregon, uh, so they should be more than locked in against Notre Dame. Offense is unbelievable. The defense should be good enough. They have to hold up their end of the bargain. Uh, I don't hate the idea of taking the over 11 and a half, and that's mainly because of the price at plus 145, right? I'd, I'd rather take the over 11 and a half at this price than over 10 and a half, you know, at minus 167, just making a number up um, for the sake of this conversation. Uh, so I do, I do lean towards the over 11 and a half because I do like that number that's attached with it, not running to the counters to make that bet. Um, but nonetheless, you can take Ohio State if you want to win the Big Ten. Heavy number there at minus 230. Uh, to win the Big Ten East, even a bigger number at minus 500. But I think it's safe to say, barring anything unusual, Ohio State is right in line to not only win the Big Ten, but get to the college football playoff and compete. Uh, you look at the odds at Bet Rivers to win the national championship. It's, of course, Alabama. Uh, as the betting favorite at plus 125, you have Ohio State right there at plus 250. Ahead of Georgia at plus 450, and then there's a drop-off. Uh, you have Clemson at 10-1, to 1, USC 20-1, to 1, Texas A&M 20-1. Uh, so they are right behind Alabama as the second betting favorite to win the entire shebang here for the upcoming season. Not only that, how about Heisman? Winner odds. C.J. Stroud is the betting favorite, who we just talked about a good bit at plus 175. I do like that bet. Uh, that's a bet I actually may look to make here before the season gets underway. You also have Bryce Young at plus 350, Caleb Williams at plus 750, Will Anderson at 15 to 1. Those are your uh, top four leaders in the clubhouse for betting favorites regarding odds to win this year's Heisman Trophy in the college football season. It's going to be exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this thing getting underway here, uh, and it's just right around the corner, as we mentioned, uh, with Penn State getting the, the task, if you will, if you want to call it that, uh, starting things off against Purdue um, this Thursday. And they're on the road. All right, but they're a three and a half point favorite. Money line odds minus 177. The total is at 54. Purdue money line odds at plus 140. So we will certainly be previewing each and every Penn State game throughout the year amongst the other biggest matchups uh, that the, the public and the people in our good area are looking in on, keying in on, and looking to make a winning wager on. So can't wait for all of it. 
right, so keyed in on Penn State to start the college football preview conversation. Uh, we like the over eight and a half wins for Penn State this year, priced at plus 105. Also said lean, lean with it, rock with it. The lean to the over 11 and a half wins for Ohio State, priced at plus 146. Not betting it, but I would certainly lean with the over uh, given the value, but it's priced very, very sharply, uh, and it's at a sharp number at 11 and a half as well. So uh, let's move on to one more team we'll preview uh, as Penn State was the focus, and we're looking at the two teams projected to be right above Penn State. Michigan has the same odds from the betting perspective here in the futures market to win the Big Ten East at 6-1. to one. Michigan is slightly above Penn State uh, from the odds perspective to win the Big Ten as a whole at plus 825 compared to Penn State's 13-1. to one. Right, Michigan, as we all know, is led by the khaki rocking uh, Jim Harbaugh entering his eighth season at Michigan for the Wolverines. Wolverines last year, we all know, had a big year, big season, took that jump, if you will, secured their first Big Ten title in a long time, since 2004. And finally, Mr. Khakis, what are you wearing? Khakis. Uh, Jim Harbaugh finally beat the Ohio State Buckeyes for the first time. Michigan achieved the ticket being punched. Weird way to say Michigan got to the college football playoff. <laughs> Finished with an overall ranking of third in the country, highest ranking since 97. All right, so there's a lot of uh, history that we can look back on in the previous season for Michigan. All right, now it's interesting to see uh, what they're going to do. At quarterback, it's looking like uh, Cade McNamara and J.J. McCarthy, uh, who, by the way, missed most of the spring with that shoulder injury. Uh, they're going to use both of these guys, at least for now, uh, at quarterback. McNamara got the bulk of the work uh, last year. Some of his numbers, uh, key areas, over 2,500 passing yards, 25 touchdowns, six interceptions. McCarthy is the guy that can do a lot more, more dynamic, I guess we can say. Uh, 516 yards, five touchdowns, two interceptions. He also has a big arm. Offense has a couple of new guys in their uh, coaching staff, coordinators Matt Weiss and then uh, Sharon Moore as well. Um, who replaced the departed Josh Gaddis, who went to the U down in Miami. Uh, so some new guys that are going to be heavily involved in getting tasked with getting this team back to the promised land, the college football playoff. Uh, you look at the receiving group, everyone is back, including the big name Ronnie Bell, uh, who was lost in the opener last year with the torn ACL. So that's a big deal. They had all that success last year without a key guy. They get him back this year. Should only help. Um, a guy that has been lost is Haskins. Had over 1,300 receiving yards, 20 touchdowns. Uh, but they have plenty of five-star prospects and recruits that should be able to uh, fill in just fine uh, for the Michigan Wolverines offensively. Last year, they were just a little bit more old school. All right, They were physical. Uh, they were more physical than their opponents, uh, especially with Ohio State, who we just got done previewing. Uh, last year, the offense led the Big Ten in rushing and the fewest sacks allowed. See, that's the model, 
right? Going back to Penn State, that's the model that I would love to see Penn State adopt. Focus in on just beating people up in the Big Ten. And that starts with an elite and dynamic ground attack. Uh, and Michigan, that's that was their foundation. I expect it to be pretty similar uh, this year. They're going to be a little bit more explosive, uh, but they're not going to shift away from what had them so successful last year. Uh, it should only just add a little bit to that ground attack that was so successful, a little bit more dynamic, pushing the ball down the field. Uh, they have four Big Ten road games. And you know, they had a head coach who was thinking about going with the NFL. Uh, he claims he never was thinking about it, but come on. We, we all know that he was flirting with that possibility, Harbaugh was. How does that impact things? I, I, I don't see it impacting uh, anything to a huge extent. You look at their win total at Bet Rivers right now. It's nine and a half. All right, so Penn State was set at eight and a half. Ohio State, 11 and a half. Michigan, nine and a half with the overpriced at minus 143. The under nine and a half wins priced at plus one. 12 for the Wolverines. Uh, you look at you know, last year for Michigan, they were you know, able to beat up on Wisconsin. They were able to beat Nebraska in a close game, closer than it should have been. Uh, they lost at Michigan State. That was a good one. Uh, end of October last year, 37-33. Uh, but they took care of business against the uh, you know, majority of the Big Ten. Obviously, that's what got them there. Uh, to that college football playoff. Will they get there again? I'm certainly not predicting it. I actually, uh, I'm not going to go three overs for our three previews here. I actually like the under nine and a half. Once again, the price helps me come to that decision as well. Under nine and a half for Michigan priced at plus 112 uh, for this upcoming season. Uh, I see them coming back down to earth a little bit. Uh, you look at their Big Ten conference odds, as I mentioned, plus 825 at Bet Rivers, six to one to win the Big Ten East. Uh, just a massive year last year. And I think it's going to be, I know it's going to be really difficult for them to repeat that. They have 13 returning starters, nine offensively, and the quarterback, of course, four on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, so they'll be elite in the Big Ten, of course. Um, but I can't sit here and predict a, a similar type of performance for the season as they had previously uh, in the 2021 college football calendar year. All right, so one more uh, final note or two with the college football betting conversation before we wrap up the episode. Uh, talking some Eagles and Phillies. Saturday, August 27th, we have 11 games, 11 college football games to get excited about, people. Uh, the action kicks off at 12.30 p.m., and it goes all the way up uh, until – 10.30 p.m., I believe. No, 10 p.m. East. No, it is 10.30. Uh, Vandy and Hawaii finish the day on Saturday, kicking off college football week zero, as they've deemed it now, with week one really getting underway the following week. But uh, Hawaii and Vandy is a great way to end the day on Saturday. Uh, things kick off, of course, in the afternoon, uh, 12 p.m. Eastern time, Western Kentucky, uh, as well as Nebraska and Northwestern, Idaho State, and UNLV. Uh, are also at 3.30, 4 p.m. You have UConn and Utah State. So uh, some notable teams, probably one of the more notable on Saturday's slate of action for college football, Florida State at home as the slight 42.5-point favorite.
against Duquesne, 42 and a half. You love and you missed the huge betting lines uh, for the early college football season here. Uh, also, Nebraska and Northwestern. Let's get to that one for a second, uh, as that's an interesting one uh, early in the day to start things off. I, I like the over here for Nebraska and Northwestern, and I'll, I'll tell you why here in a second. You look at the total at Bet Rivers and PA, up to 51 and a half. A couple of days ago, it was right around 49 and a half, 50 and a half, now ticked up uh, to 51 and a half. Uh, that game kicks off at 12:30, as I mentioned. Uh, you look at these two teams, and Northwestern's defense was absolutely atrocious last year. They were outside the top 100 defensively in passing and rushing success rate. Wildcats allowed over 6.3 yards per play just a season ago, uh, which was good for, I don't know if good's the right way to describe it, but good for 111th in the country in all of college football. Uh, and they lost a lot of guys. They lost um, six guys, only returning five of their starters from last season on defense. Uh, so I think they're in for a tough one this entire year, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, the pace of this game, I actually I think is going to be pretty fast because Northwestern last year um, did not utilize a slow, methodical offense. It had similar tempo as Nebraska. Uh, two and a half plays a minute, which was in the top 40 in the entire country. Uh, I think there is a lot of reasons why the over makes sense. It's not going to be any wind. should be a nice day uh, for both of these offenses to take advantage of uh, some poor defense on both sides of the ball. And why not start out uh, betting an over for the college football betting season uh we can preview maybe one more game i I, I really want to preview the nightcap uh for hawaii and vandy uh because i always enjoy watching those hawaii uh late games throughout the college football season all right so let's look at that for uh, a minute before we officially move on to some final points with the eagles and of course the phillies getting uh you know who back What's his name? What is it? Bryce. So, oh, yeah, it's Bryce Harper, baby. Uh, plus 255 for Bryce to hit a home run on Friday night, even if you're listening after the fact. Uh, hopefully, that cashes in uh, a relatively big way. Hawaii is getting nine points on Saturday night, kickoff at 10.30 p.m., the total at 54.5. Hawaii is 3-1 to one on the money line. Vandy's minus 400. Um, should be an interesting one for the nightcap on Saturday. Uh, I always enjoy rooting for Vandy for some reason. I, I, I don't know why, um, but I just remember, I guess from growing up, those high-powered offenses were always fun to watch. I remember watching them late uh, over the weekends there on Saturdays, obviously, in particular. So uh, there's good reason to take the over. Right. I, they're never betting under for an Hawaii football game. A late night over is always the best bet. Um, man, going back to the point I made with the afternoon game, who the hell wants to bet an under in week zero? No one. Absolutely no one. Uh, coaching staff for Hawaii is very different, uh, but there's still plenty of talent on offense, and the system will, 
as always, look to put up as many points on the board as possible. That's what their main goal is week in and week out. Uh, Hawaii's defense also could be in some trouble against Vanderbilt. Mike Wright won that starting quarterback battle for Vandy, and he has uh, he has some strong athletic ability to put up big numbers, particularly on the ground. Uh, he may not get to show that uh, week in and week out in that conference he's in, in the SEC. Uh, but I think tomorrow night, Saturday night, he's going to uh, really be able to show off some of his athleticism and athletic ability under center, uh, running around all over that Hawaii defense. And Hawaii offensively, that's their main goal is to sling it all over the yard as quickly and effectively and efficiently as possible and put up a bleep ton of points. So I'm taking the over 51 and a half. Take it now, too. Even if it ticks up to 52 and a half, whatever it may be, 53 and a half, uh, I'm rocking with the over. Two overs to kick off. Saturday uh, in the college football season. All right, so let's wrap up this episode talking some Eagles. Uh, they are in action for the final time in the preseason, Saturday night, 7 p.m. against those Miami Dolphins. Uh, they were not able to finish up a joint practice with them uh, due to the non-COVID illness down in uh, Miami, Florida. But nonetheless, uh, before we get to just a couple of quick points and then on the next episode, We'll do the full betting preview for the preseason matchup, and we'll also talk plenty of Phillies on the next app. Uh, app is short for episode, people. Okay. Uh, I want to give you some updates in the futures market in the NFL because there has been some movement. Eagles to make the playoffs at Bet River Sportsbook has moved. Yes is now at minus 190. You look at it yesterday, it was at minus 165. Uh, so some movement there in favor of the Eagles as far as their chances of making the postseason. No. Uh, moved up to plus 155, where previously uh, it was floating right around plus 124. So some movement there. Odds uh, odds makers say uh, Eagles have a little bit stronger of a chance today than they did yesterday making the playoffs. That also uh, depends on how the money has been coming, coming in to the sports books. That obviously always affects the possible uh, number movement there in the odds. Uh, on the odds board, I should say. Some also uh, some movement also, I should say here, uh, as far as division finishing position, we've had some fun uh, talking a lot about that here over the course of the summer. Uh, for the Eagles to finish in first, now move to plus 150. If you can remember, uh, it was at plus 165 as early as yesterday. So not a huge jump there, but Certainly worth bringing up, move from plus 165 to plus 150. Uh, second, plus 190 to finish third, plus 350 to finish fourth, plus 700. Also some movement for the season win total and how the number is attached to both the over and the under. Uh, still at nine and a half wins for the Eagles, but the over is now uh, up to minus 150, where you look at it even just a couple of days ago, uh, that was right around minus 125. So some movement for the win total as well. The under at plus 123. You also still have the option to bet on over under 8.5 as well as 10.5. Jalen Hurts to win NFL MVP and Eagles to win the division. That was at 40-1 to 1 this week. Uh, now it's down to 33-1. to 1, Just one of the fun betting offers at Bet Rivers has available to you. Uh, you can check out their full wagering menu. They're really continuing to add more and more uh, for you to bet on, which is, as always, a um, great thing to see. 
Got to love it. Uh, some updates here for the odds for the matchup uh, tomorrow night for the birds. One and a half point dog. Uh, nothing's changed there. Miami, the one and a half point home favorite. Miami on the money line, minus 134. The birds plus 110. The total still at 37 and a half. There's also uh, four NFL preseason games tonight. Bills, Panthers, Chargers, Saints, Seahawks, Cowboys, and Patriots, Raiders. All right. So we'll dive into Eagles, Dolphins on Saturday's episode, as well as uh, recapping Bryce Harper's return on Friday night and taking a look at the next couple of games for the Phillies against the Pirates over the weekend. So be on the lookout for that episode. Until then, thank you for tuning in to the Philadelphia CityCast. As always, I've been your host, Ryan Rothstein, and I'll see you next time right here on the CityCast, powered by Bet River Sportsbook. Peace. Kick off football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. All season long, Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all football related content. Check out betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and back your favorite players with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Presented by Rivers Casino Pittsburgh. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.